0: This is the Sticks and Stacks podcast with Sean Drotar and Nate Lundy. Welcome to Sticks and Stacks on the Sawdust Podcast Network. My name is Sean Drotar. That's S Drotar on Twitter. And today, as it is hockey season, joined by my hockey betting expert co-host, Nate Lundy. Nate Lundy at Twitter. Nate, this is an interesting Friday night because there are quite a few games But if you're looking for a ton of really close matchups, there are only a couple. We're going to look at two of them. But uh, this this does have a really intriguing sort of night. uh, Maybe one that's a little bit hard to parse out, at least at first glance.
1: Yeah, it's really weird, especially, Sean, coming off of last night, where obviously the Avalanche lose to the worst team in the NHL in the Arizona Coyotes. The Calgary Flames lost to the second worst team in the NHL in the Montreal Canadiens. And in fact, if you look at the bottom of the NHL standings, the Buffalo Sabres, the Seattle Kraken, the Montreal Canadiens and the Arizona Coyotes are the four worst teams in the league uh, by points standings each of them has won in the last 48 (laughs) hours. So, uh, you know, I understand, you know, you don't go over over the course of the season. Even some of these bad teams manage to get hot on a particular night or perhaps uh, the opposing goaltender has a bad night or you're down to a a second or a third string netminder. But at the same time, uh, yes, the last 48 hours of betting on hockey has been a little bit weird. So I've been trying to decide whether tonight is going to uh, be a little more normal or will we continue to be uh, a little bit in the upside down? I'm not really sure which to expect yeah you
0: mentioned those losses by colorado and calgary so at least expect a much uh more impressive showing by those two teams because both of those losers from that big bad game yesterday meet each other in denver on saturday so that one should be maybe a a little more fun or maybe one of them is just going to continue to be well as as my uh, dad used to say not really intending for it to count on hockey but it's even more applicable Stink on ice the yes, exactly. <laughs> the first game we're going to look at. Let's go back uh, east to uh, a tip. Uh, basically, nobody has to travel very far on this one. The New Jersey Devils take on the New York Rangers. Two teams going in opposite directions. Obviously, uh, the Rangers, however, are favorites by a much smaller amount than I would think. They're roughly minus one sixty on the money line, despite the fact they're thirty four fifteen and five. And the Devils are nineteen thirty and five. Yeah, uh, this is kind of
1: an odd game, uh, uh, frankly, because uh, uh, and I'm focusing in on the total. It, um, I'm, I'm taking the over uh, in this one in terms of what we're going to do from our betting standpoint. It sits at six right now. It's juiced just slightly at the minus 120 at DraftKings. But um, this was one that I kind of looked at and I thought, OK, this is a game that the Rangers should win. Uh, but what I do know in looking at the patterns of these two teams recently, Sean, in the last eight games for each team, In the last eight games, the Devils have scored seven goals three times and they've scored six goals once. Um, So they're they're uh, absolutely peppering the net with shots and having a lot of those find uh, the space between the pipes. So Jersey has been scoring like mad and the Rangers have started to warm up a bit in all but one of their last eight games. They've scored a minimum of two goals. Uh, They've had a couple of games at five. They've had uh, several games at two. Uh, They did get shut out once. I will throw that in there. But you look at the pattern of the offense of these two teams recently, um, and maybe it's because we're starting to hit towards the tail end of the season. You've got the Devils uh, that, you know, are are obviously towards the bottom of the standings in the league. Uh, And maybe they're just sort of, you know, playing with a, you know, what the heck, let's have some fun kind of mentality. Who knows? Uh, But these two teams are scoring a lot, and I think that's going to continue tonight. So it's a it's one of the early games. It's a 7 o'clock Eastern time puck drop, but you can get the over right now at uh, a flat 6, and I'm all about that because these two teams just cannot stop scoring.
0: Yeah, it, it is an interesting one in, in that regard because – it does seem like that there's been a lot of offense. And we've seen this team these two match up only one time, and they scored seven. The Rangers had to go all the way to a shutout. So uh, we don't really know much about these two teams together, which makes me sort of, Want to jump on the Devils on the money line at that plus 145, but I just cannot be that bold with a team that's 19, 30, and 5. So I am going to take the Rangers. I'm going to take them to win, but I'm going to take them on the 60-minute line that you and I have talked about a lot. One of the ways to maybe get that a little bit better. So in my case here, when you're looking at uh, DraftKings, taking the Rangers goes from the minus 165, as it stands as we record this, to a minus 110 that one i can live with a little bit more i'm just thinking uh even though there's a lot of offense even though these teams have actually been playing rather similarly in the last 10 games the rangers are the better team they're at home i still think they're going to come out on top but i you know you know me i hate paying juice if i don't have to but down yep. to 110 i can live with it Smart play. I like that one a lot, Sean. And again, this is one, and I don't have anybody in particular that I want
1: to point out to you, but if you are a hockey fan and you follow these two teams, because we're expecting the scoring, uh, it could be one that you want to go try to look for an anytime goal scorer, a player prop, something like that. When you're expecting a lot of offense, good opportunities for you to cash on some positive tickets. So um, like I said, I don't have a specific recommendation for you here on the pod, but I would tell you that's one that I think you could dive into uh, and try to
0: look to see if you can find somebody
1: that you think could be a goal scorer, or maybe a multi-point game.
0: Yeah. And I mean, obviously there are options. Uh, If you're looking at just points, you know, Artemi Panarin has 59 on the year and and Chris Kreider's got 35 goals. So if you just want to jump up for that, those two make sense. And Adam Fox, their defenseman. 46 assists. So, if you feel like uh, throwing a dart on a player prop, you'd really be kind of sort of guessing at the Devils, but the Rangers certainly have some guys that have been pretty consistent on point getters all season long. We'll go over to Winnipeg, where the Jets take on the Stars. This is a a kind of an intriguing game because you're seeing uh, these two teams in the mix for the postseason. Now, the Stars at 63 points. Uh, the Jets at 57 points, they are on the periphery. The Jets really need to win this game. There aren't a lot of opportunities to make up the points that they're going to need to get into the postseason. The Stars are the closest team to them when it comes to a team that could be holding down a playoff spot. Uh, stars are seven and two and seven two and one in their last one, but the Jets five four and one in their last one, last ten, pardon me, and they've also won their last two. So I, I look at this one and think, yeah, Dallas is better. Uh, but Dallas has been sort of oddly inconsistent as well. They seem when I look at their team, that like they, they should be better than the thirty, twenty, and three that they are, yeah, they they really should be better, Sean, but the
1: problem they've got is that they're terrible on the road. I, I can't say terrible. They are less than um they are uh less than five hundred on the road, yeah, 10, 13, and two, right. um and and so when you look at the record, I agree with you. they it feels like they should be. But there has been very much a Jekyll and Hyde um, season so far for Dallas. When they are at home uh, in Dallas, they are spectacular. When they're on the road, they have struggled for whatever reason. Um, And, you know, you look at one of the things I try to look at when I'm thinking about where a team sits in the standings is their goal differential. And Dallas is a plus one. So basically they're even, uh, you know, on the season uh, in terms of their goal differential. So uh, this is a Dallas team, I think, that at times has been very difficult to predict what to expect out of them Um, And a lot of times it has to rely on whether they are at home or on the road. That said, I'm actually going to buck the trend a little bit on this one, because even though they have been bad on the road, you pointed out that they're seven, two and one in their last 10. Um, They know that they need to make a bit of a run or a bit of a push here to try to um, solidify more of what they could or couldn't be able to do in the postseason. Um, You know, and remember, this is a this is a team that just a, a, a few seasons ago was in the Stanley Cup Finals. Um so I think perhaps some of that veteran um status some of the fact that this team has been there before is going to benefit them here down the stretch and so I like them tonight on the money line um at DraftKings it is a minus 110 either way which means it's essentially a pick 'em between the Stars and the Jets and I'm actually going to go with the road team here because I do believe this 7-2 and 1 Could be the start of a little bit of a run to the playoffs for them. But I think tonight's game will go a long way in knowing whether or not Dallas is starting
0: to fix some of their road woes. Yeah, it is bad because, you know, when you really look at it, you look at 10, 13 and two and you think, okay, that's a little bit under. But let's face it, that two is overtime losses so they're really 10 and 15 if you want to look at it in a different way that's not very good at all Winnipeg is good at home I'm going to go another direction though because I like the goaltenders in this game Edinger of the Stars I think has been one of the sort of breakout guys uh, 18 and 6 on the year but the goals against the 2.28 and Connor Hellebuck while the wins and losses don't look so great at 18 and 19 uh, this is a guy that's been a really good goaltender for uh, for a while now he's capable of shutting anybody out at any point in time so I am looking at that over under and i don't think too many of these goals are going to go in tonight and i would like to even give a half point back so i'm going to give a half point back on that under over of six and i'm going to go under five and a half which i know is reasonably low by today's standards but i think that's where they'll get in the last game these two teams played just two weeks ago they got to five and it took them ot to do it so under five and a half gets me to a plus 105 I think that's what's going to happen tonight, Nate.
1: Oh, smart play. I I do think it could be low scoring. Um, And and again, when you look at it at the six, I think from a betting standpoint, if if you want to get yourself to a better payday, it's a good idea to bump it down to five and a half.
0: Yeah, even though that's a that's a bit of a a, a, a bit of a move there that's, you know, considered low by today's standards. I'm not really sure that either of these two teams uh, are all that explosive when they're really hanging their hats on defense. So we'll see how that one goes. The last one tonight, the Anaheim Ducks, 26, 21, and nine, and a pretty good 15, 10, and four home record. Take on the visiting Vegas Golden Knights, who are one of the better teams in the West. But honestly, Nate, at 30, 21, and four, it seems like they've underachieved a bit. That said, they're actually one of the league's better teams on the road. Yeah. um,
1: And in this one, uh, you know, we talk about their quality on the road. Vegas, um, you want to talk about a team that has been, you know, sometimes we joke about being bitten by the injury bug. Vegas has been swallowed by the injury bug uh, this season. It has been um, a a battle after battle after battle. They don't have their captain, Mark Stone. They've been missing uh, Alec Martinez. Uh, uh, Max Pacioretty is day to day at this point. Um, and the list goes on and on. They just got Robin Leonard back, who had suffered that torn labrum. Um, they just got him back this week, and he, he came out and looked very good. It, it, I, I give a lot of credit to him. He looked um, like he really had not missed a step, despite the fact that he'd been out for a while. Um, his save percentage on the season, I believe, is just below nine ten. Um So he's performing extremely well. But that said, um, this is one that I'm actually going to lean to the home team. Um, the Anaheim Ducks are a very young team, um, Sean. We know yeah. that. You and I, because he is from uh, is from Denver, are very familiar with Troy Terry, um, the all star. Um, But you look at Trevor Zegras, you look at this team. They are very young. And I think that's why um, they've been exciting at times. They've been a fun team to bet on at times. And they've also been a letdown at times um, to their fans because they have a lot of this young talent. However, they are only averaging two point eight eight goals per game. And that, to me, is the sign of a team that you've got some talent, you've got some goal scorers, but they haven't quite gelled. They haven't quite made it into that NHL, um, uh, you know, line line. Um, just concrete nature of a line. Like when we talk about the Avalanche top line or even the top two lines, these are guys that have played together. They've played in the league for a long time. And so there's there's a lot more consistency, if you will, to their offensive performance. With the Ducks, there's a lot of inconsistency. And I think that just comes with age. Um, I think there's, this is an Anaheim team, I think, uh, Sean, that is going to be um, good for a while because this is some young core talent that they have that they can build off of. Um, and, and Troy Terry is obviously right there at the center of it. But that said, a little bit of a gut feel. I think this is one of those nights for the Ducks. Um, I think they get the better of Vegas. Um, I think Vegas continues to battle all of these injuries, and they have had games where they've looked like they can get through those injuries, and they've had some games
0: that have been yeah, a little painful. Uh, exactly, and this is one of those games that if you are The Anaheim Ducks, it's a big one to win. The Vegas Golden Knights is a stand right now. It it is tight in the back part of the Western Conference. They are tied with Nashville, and they are tied with Edmonton. Uh, when you're looking at the looking at the wild card spot, but Edmonton, of course, is in the Pacific, so they get one of them. Vegas, right now with tiebreakers, is holding on to the final playoff spot in the Western Conference. That might be surprising, but maybe more surprising, Anaheim's only three points behind them and starting to make a run. So yeah, it's a big game for Anaheim. You mentioned Troy Terry. Uh, that's where I'm going to go. I'm going to take Troy Terry as an anytime goal scorer at plus 150, and I'm equally tempted because of the the injuries that vegas is dealing with if you would rather or you want to go the other side i also really like jonathan martha as a anytime goal scorer at plus 170 as well he only has 22 goals on the year and to give you an idea how that's going for vegas that leads them but given the fact that they are dealing with so many injuries marcia has really had to step up his shots he's had to step up uh, his, his scoring because they just don't have as many guys out there to score he has points in his last three games and four out of the last five including multiple point games in four and pardon me in two of those last four as well Uh, two goals and four assists during that span now trying to go get marshall for a point still puts you in the negatives but in the goal the positives and if you really want to roll the dice you could harley terry and marsha so to score you are taking some chances but you will also get yourself a very very high number for me i'm not that bold but i will go with terry at a
1: plus 150 not a bad play i like that one and keep in mind anaheim right now is in the middle of their longest home stand of the season they have six in a row uh, that they're playing at home right now. They've played four of them so far and they've gone two and two. Uh, they have a very impressive win on Tuesday against the Bruins. Um, but I think this is a homestand that they recognize. They have Vegas and then San Jose will come uh, into town on Sunday. They need to close out this homestand with some wins because then they are about to hit the road for five in a row, including the trip through the the New York metropolitan area with the Devils, the Islanders and the Rangers.
0: All right, well, that's what we have for the three games, Nate. I'm going to give you – well, I'll, I'll tell you my three bets that I laid out f- for you, and I've decided I'll throw them together as a parlay because it's a Friday night. And let's have some fun. So my Rangers on the money line on the uh, uh, when we talk about the 60-minute the line plus the under five-and-a-half with Dallas and Winnipeg plus Troy Terry is a anytime goal scorer. If you were to hit that, it's a plus 878 over at DraftKings. So that's you a know great what? way to start the weekend. It's Friday. Let's have some fun.
1: I like it. That's a great way to start the weekend. Get yourself into a really nice, positive territory. And as I joke, uh, you know, I I don't just bet on hockey so I could use some wins this weekend because, Sean, the tournament's coming up uh, and the madness uh, will not only be taking place on the court. I'm sure it will also be taking place in my betting account.
0: Uh, Yeah, because I'll tell you what, college basketball is uh, anyone who's been watching it somewhat unpredictable this year so that's going to be a challenge as well but it's also going to make it for a lot of fun and yeah there is a a lot of daytime college basketball going on right now too so you can uh, this is a fun weekend to get out the old uh, app or if you're in one of the cities where you can go in person uh, go check that out too Uh, we will be back next week with more have a wonderful and safe weekend and hopefully some good luck as well Nate we'll catch you next week all right
1: absolutely sean looking forward to it and uh, enjoy the hockey and all the sports action this weekend
0: everybody yes indeed he is nate lundy find him on twitter at nate lundy i'm sean drotar and we will be back next week with more sticks and stacks on the sawdust podcast network